0: beautiful souls, welcome to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your host, Julie Jancis, and today we are continuing on our conversation from Monday. Monday, I was telling you about Archangel Michael and the process that he walks me through to help you heal, spiritually heal uh, your inner child. And today, what I want to talk about is the way that he led me through this this work because it's this beautiful story and it brought through so many angel stories within itself that I just wasn't expecting. And that's what I want for you, right? So I want you to hear this story to just understand how this work is completely entirely just shifts your life it really is very very powerful and it rocked me in an amazing amazing way so here's the story okay Because Archangel Michael has been really preparing me, friends, right? To teach this class. He's been talking to me about it for years. And at first I was like, nope, don't have enough information. Don't know enough. So he had me go through different courses and read different books. And then he was like, okay, now put all of that away and just be with me on this, right? Like, let me show you how this works. So here's how it works. And here's what he showed me. When you tap into the energy of your ancestors, you probably feel more resonance, more alignment, more energy with some than others, okay? So for example, when I tap into my ancestors, especially on my mom's side, I didn't really feel a lot except for my grandma's. Grandma, okay, my great great grandma Molly. And th- this has happened my entire life, right? Like, I don't know why, but I can tell you that I remember as a kid kind of talking to my ancestors and really not feeling a lot of energy, except for this one side that keeps going back. So, mom to grandma to great grandma to great great grandma. And they would always tell really, really funny stories about her. Okay, so here I am. I have all this energy that surrounds this side of my family when I tap into it energy-wise. And there's these really hysterical stories Maybe not hysterical to you, but I always just felt like my great-great-grandma Molly was like this person that came out of like a movie, right? She just seemed like a character. She ran different materials for Al Capone and she worked in a brothel and she was just, you know, I, I don't know why I just always felt this energy to her, but But I never connected with her story, right? Energy is either there or it's not, right? And that's how I work in my sessions. When I'm going through a session and, you know, uh, spirit is talking, the client is talking, spirit will be going like, no energy, no energy, you know, and you just don't feel anything. You feel this emptiness. You feel a void, right? And then all of a sudden something will be said and spirit goes ding, 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 highlight, circle. This is it. This is where we want to go. Okay. So that's what energy is like. And that's what energy is like when you tap into your ancestors. Sometimes it's like ding, 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 ding. This is the area. And sometimes it's not. Sometimes there's just emptiness or a void or no energy, There's no resonance there. There's no alignment there. There's no like deep connection, right? So what Archangel Michael always says is that you don't have to feel that connection with all of your ancestors. That's not what this is about. It's about you have a connection with some of them for a reason and that's the work that you need to dive into for that reason because as you're going to see in this podcast, it just puts so much together for you. It's like when you do this work, you know, of of working with your inner child and your ancestors, you put together puzzle pieces of your life and you're like, holy moly, how did I never see this before? And it gives you a different energy, a different solid foundation to live from. So we're going to get there, but here's how this started. So Archangel Michael takes me through all this work, you know, preparing over years to teach this course. And he goes, now call your grandma. Okay. And ask her about her mom. And he goes very clearly the answers you're looking for are with her, meaning my great grandma Myrtle, my, my grandma's mom, which I didn't really know much about her. The only thing that I really remember is that she passed at a very, very young age. So I call my grandma and I start asking her questions about who her mom was as a person. And it was so funny, my grandma starts off with, well, you know, she was a person of a lot of faith. She goes, Grandma Myrtle grew up in a Presbyterian church and a gentleman that she knew at that church wanted to break off and start a Nazarene church. So she told him that she'd help and he never forgot that. So when she gets to this new church and that man starts up his own church, he asks my great grandma Myrtle to lead on days when he couldn't be there because he had a young growing family himself. So my grandma said her mom Myrtle would often lead the Wednesday night church service and you know the entire time that I'm talking to my grandma, Archangel Michael is leading the conversation and he goes, ask her the difference between Sunday and Wednesday church services. So this is what she said. She goes, Julie church was so different back then. You have no idea. She goes, we went to church three hours every Sunday morning, two hours every Sunday night and two hours every Wednesday night. And so Archangel Michael's like, go deeper. You know, what does this mean? And so she said, well, Sundays, they would have different speakers and grandma would help pull in different speakers from different churches, black churches, Asian churches, different churches. And we'd go listen to different speakers at the church. And Wednesday nights, we called them, she said, testimonial Wednesday. And I go, well, what is that? mean what did that mean to you testimonial Wednesday and she goes why I loved God she said grandma would always say Wednesday nights were about why I loved God and that was you know how God had blessed your life and shown up with miracles in your life and my grandma was so cute she goes you know a lot like your angel stories on Thursdays on the podcast so Here I am. It's just like a session, right? I've got my grandma right here. Archangel Michael is to the side of me and my mouth has just dropped. And I knew immediately, you know, this energy that I had felt coming from this side of my lineage since I was a little girl. And this energy growing up, it felt warm and loving and comforting and motherly, even though I had never met my great-grandma or my great-great-grandma. I just knew immediately when she told this story, the energy that I thought had been coming from my great-great-grandma, Molly was actually her daughter coming through and supporting me and being there for me my entire life. Sorry, I'm turning pages. I wrote down some notes to kind of help me tell this story to you. So this story goes even deeper and my grandma starts talking about how her dad was so supportive of Myrtle's work at the church that he'd take the church bus and he'd go drive around the city to pick up people and get them to church. She said her mom was just always this really, really sweet lady always told the truth, which just always stuck with her, my grandma. And so here I am, I'm having this conversation with my grandma about her mom and Archangel Michael is just right there feeding me one question after another to ask. And what I know from what Archangel Michael has taught me is this, we may not resonate right with all of our past ancestors, but the ones that we do resonate with there's a reason for it. And I don't believe that you're supposed to resonate with the lives of all of your past ancestors. You're supposed to do this work. You're supposed to go into it in order to find the ones that you do resonate with. You know, and as I'm saying this to you right now, Archangel Michael is here and what he just said is, and in addition to that, there are times at which... For some people, someone's life might not resonate with you from your ancestry right here and now, but he said for some people, the way that this works is that Some resonate with you now and later on in other chapters of your life, other ancestors will come in and their lives or their past will resonate with you. So it doesn't have to be an all or nothing. It can be sometimes just where you are at in your life story. The ancestor who needs to work with you is coming through at that time. So number two of what I learned from Archangel Michael with those ancestors that you resonate with, you want to really look at their skills, their talents, their abilities, their joys in life and their purpose to see what unresolved business, you know, might have been passed down to you, but you also want to look at why they weren't able to complete their purpose in this lifetime. Because part of this work, we not only inherit sometimes their skills, talents, abilities, joys, purposes, but we can also inherit their bad habits. And this isn't bad. I want to go into this. Okay. So that might be bad habits, health-wise, what they were going through. And you really want to ask the question when you're doing this work, what was going on with them physically, mentally, emotionally? Because oftentimes we inherit both the good, and I don't want to call it the bad, but the challenge that they went through in life. And so that was true for Myrtle and I as well. So I'm here in this conversation with my grandmother and tapping into the energy of my great grandmother. And Archangel Michael came and he asked me to see my life as a soul before I came to earth. And I saw myself in heaven looking down at Myrtle's life and Myrtle's purpose here her being a female who is called here to work for God and to spread God's love right and i could see as the soul in heaven looking down over her life that she wasn't going to complete her purpose in this lifetime and she needed to pass the baton or pass the torch to some other soul and so Knowing Myrtle's history and the fact that she passed very, very young, as I'm sitting here having this conversation with my grandma, it scared me, right? Because those who listen to the podcast know that I've struggled with kind of getting my own health on track. Some things that as... I really dug deeper with my grandma, you know, Spirit actually called me to go back to some physical tests that I had had done, some blood work that I had had done about six months ago and it was shocking because they had me look at certain things that I hadn't seen before, some red flags that I had just totally missed on this health test and they actually completely tie into what Myrtle went through. So I've said before on the podcast, you know, my health struggles are no one's fault but my own. You know, I have the power to turn things around and to make things better. I'm kind of struggling with my own egoic mind, right, to to overcome that and just to find good knowledge on how to correct things. So what scared me, you know, was that here's my great-great-grandma who I share so much purpose with. And here I feel like to carry on the work that she started. Now, what some people will do is they'll attach to this and they would say, okay, well, if I'm carrying on this person's purpose, then this means that I'm going to pass early too. And no, 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 no. That's the wrong mentality. Okay. And that's what I need you to really get is that this work. Isn't looking at your ancestors and saying just because they experienced something, I'm going to experience the exact same thing in the exact same way that they did. If you're going to do this work, and we talk about this in, in the course, is you must practice detachment detachment, to not get attached to those thoughts. Oh my God, this person struggled with this. So I'm going to struggle with this for the rest of my life. No, you are here to break the cycle. Okay, so I know my purpose is not to pass at a young age like she did, but to break the cycle of unhealthiness within the body that's been passed down the line to me. So friends, I can't tell you how much doing this work and you know what, this is just like a small little taste of it. We're going to dive so much deeper in the 12-week course that I'm leading starting Monday, September 6th called Healing Your Inner Child, but I can't tell you how eye-opening this was, and just how much this work shifted my entire life. Now, here's where your inner child comes in, right? Some of the biggest struggles for my inner child are this fear within me, and I've talked a lot in the angel membership about this, is one of my biggest fears is what if I never get my health on track, right? I think if you looked at me... Just as energy, two of the biggest components within my life, besides God, my family, my friends, is my love for working for God and my desire to get my health on track. And when it comes to my inner child, these are like the two biggest things that I struggle with internally the fear of, you know, never getting my health on track, feeling also like am I doing enough? Am I doing a good enough job for God? I have always had these two components within me, even as I think back to childhood. I remember struggling with my self-image and health from the time that I was in third grade and also feeling around that time, this call and this desire to work for God, working for God kind of manifested it into my life, one of my crutches, the things that I struggle with is just overdoing it sometimes, right? And like <laughs> trying to do too much because I'm always trying to please and I, I always have this fear, like what if I'm not doing a good enough job for God? I just want to do enough. I, I just want to give all the glory to him, her. And that Hamilton song, you know, where they say, why do you feel like you're always right or why do you write like you're always running out of time? That so resonates with me. That's the way that I have felt my whole life. Like you've got to go, 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 go. And that's not God putting that on me. That's my egoic mind and where my egoic mind comes in. And it really presents as these very deep, deep rooted. I want you to think when it comes to your inner child the things that you really are fearful of in your life, there doesn't tend to be a ton, right? There tends to be a couple very deeply rooted fears that you have. And you can almost see your inner child with these roots coming out of her feet below you and kind of rooting way far down into fear. And so working with the inner child, Archangel Michael says, is doing the work to understand how all this fits into your life. And part of that is understanding it through the eyes of your ancestors and how this is all connected. But for me, doing all of this work brought this very solid connection in that I had never had before with my great grandma and it gave me this very deep sense of peace knowing that one, I don't have to do it all. There will be others after me in my lineage who pick up this work and run with it and two, God's got my back. God doesn't want me to not work through these things in my lifetime that's part of my life plan that's connected to my life plan on the other side if you look through the akashic records and my life plan which you do not have access to do uh you only have access to look at your own What happens is you would go back and see that God wants me to get my health under control and God is giving me all the tools to do everything that I need to do here so I don't need to worry and I don't need to overproduce and I don't need to write like I'm running out of time, right? So the other gift that this gave me was going back to I don't have to do it all. You know, there'll be others who come after me and my lineage who pick up this work. I think what Archangel Michael says a lot of times is we often project why we're here and why our soul is here onto our kids. And while I know my kiddo has my gifts, I don't want to push her. I don't have to push her into this work because while she may very well do this work one day when she feels Ready to do so, she may never do this. And it might skip a generation. And that's okay too, right? But we kind of, by doing this work, remove those roots of fear. That the inner child is holding on to. And so when you get through the other side of this 12 week course and really doing this work, what you're left with is this entirely new vibration of peace and ease and grace that allows you to just be in your life just be you and for everybody who goes through this work you can't do this work and be like okay everybody's story is going to be the exact same and here's what it's going to look like and you know everybody's formula is the exact same and no That's the beauty of this work. Everybody's life plan is so different. Everybody's soul and the reason that they're here is so different. And everybody's ancestry and their lineage is so different. So when we get through this, we're going to have story after story after story of how this work impacted you in your life. So again, this is just a really small sample of what you could get out of this new course, Spiritually Healing Your Inner Child. If you look on the website, The Angel Medium, under Courses, you'll see Healing Your Inner Child. This is the course that I'm talking about. It's 12 weeks long. I channeled everything through Archangel Michael and his process to help you connect with your inner child and your ancestors to better understand who you are as a soul class starts this Monday, September 6th. We're going to go live for 12 weeks. A replay of this course will be available for anyone who wants to purchase it at any time, Um, but the discount is only going to be up for for a limited time. So if you want to get in, I suggest registering now. If you're in the angel membership, this is one of the courses that'll be dripped in within your first year. For a list of everything that we're gonna go go over and cover in the course week by week again go to the click courses then click join now under healing your inner child and you'll see a play-by-play week by week of everything we're going to dive into we also have a couple of slots left for the angel reiki school if you want to dive in this september we've got a beautiful small group and i always say spirit it calls you to take the Angel Reiki school and develop your spiritual gifts when you feel ready but also when you feel ready tends to be when the cohort of ladies who you're gonna be learning with is right for you. So when you feel it's the right time, it's often because you're gonna make friends, you are going to be with other women who are learning as well. And I gotta tell you, one of the most beautiful things that just spontaneously happens through the angels in the Angel Reiki school, is you get to meet so many people that you become very close to, and these cohorts remain close afterwards. So if you'd like to do that, you can also sign up on the website. Friends, I am so excited for you to dive into this work. There is just so much that you can get out of this, just like I shared with you today and and what I got out of this work. If you have any questions, email us. All this information is in the show notes. I love you. Spirit loves you. Friends, open up your hearts to all of the unexpected blessings that I know your spirit team is bringing into your life right now.